2: All right, we are now joined by Kelsey Trainer. She is an in-house counsel at Abrams Media, and I'm not going to pretend that I know what that means, so I'm (laughs) going to kick it to um, Kelsey to explain not only what she's doing now, uh, but how she got here, her background, former coach, um, and all that good stuff. So Kelsey, welcome, thank you for coming, really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so I'm in-house at Abrams Media. It's a media company run by Danny Abrams from ABC News. live pd on any um so we have a number of different platforms uh based in law crime politics sports entertainment and i'm the lawyer for all those companies so a lot of fun different legal stuff from distribution and um, contracts to hr etc so it's, it's it's fun sometimes <laughs>
2: and you've been there for nine months yeah yep. so relatively new yeah um what were you doing before that
0: before that, I actually left the law completely, and I worked for a television show called Blue Bloods, like Donnie Wahlberg and Tom oh, yeah. Selleck. Um, I, just, I worked for the executive producer of the show and the director, and hung out on set and pitched some shows to CBS. So that was a complete left <laughs> turn in my career, because prior to that, I uh, lived in Philadelphia and worked there, and I was a lawyer, a uh, clerk for a judge, and I also uh, was a litigator. Wow. Right. Um,
2: (laughs) What made the left turn? How did that happen?
0: It it was an offer. I knew uh, the producer from the television show Castle, this show that was canceled a bit a while ago, and he was like, "Come work for me." He's like, "I'll put you in every room. I'll get you. You'll meet everybody, every producer, executive, etc., and figure out what you want to do. You've been adjacent to the entertainment industry for a while. Do it." Sat down with my mentors in Philadelphia, my judge, and all these people. I was like, "What do I do?" Like, you gotta take it. So, gave two weeks later, I was like, "All right, moving to New York."
1: <laughs> and here, yeah, and, <laughs> and here, here it is. Are, yeah.
2: um, before all that, I know you coached. Yes. Um, so, talk a little bit about your coaching, how you got into that, and and then what made you transition out of that.
0: And so, I was I was recruited actually to play basketball in college, and then I got injured. So I actually didn't play basketball in college. I did. I ended up playing golf and field hockey. Um, but I coached at my high school all throughout college. So I coached four years at my high school, and then um, through that relationship with my high school coach, there they knew a college coach who was looking for somebody, an assistant, and I ended up there for a year before law school. Um, wish I could have stayed longer, but law school just didn't allow yeah. me time for that. Um, but it was, you know, so fun. I obviously love sports. I, Grew up, you know, I played basketball, did AAU, all that fun stuff. Um, And so I just wanted to be involved in it, but practically making a living um, as a women's basketball assistant coach just, you know, kind of wasn't in the cards, (laughs) (laughs) which may lead us a little bit into today's topic.
2: (laughs) That's actually a perfect transition. So funny enough, um, you know, you write an article literally a week ago. Uh, Ian sends me the article I read it and then says "You know,
1: I don't know either is,
2: you know I don't I don't know but you know here we are um, fate I guess and uh, so you write an article he sends it over says reach out and see if she'll come on the podcast and here you are so one thank you for that um, and then two you know like we said before I kind of want to just have you break down the article and then we'll just dive in kind of like Segment by segment and and go from there. Um, but the title of the article is "Does Lack of Women's College Basketball Television Coverage Violate Title IX?" Um, I don't know. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you, I hope you know what Title IX is. But maybe give a slight precurs the 37 word precursor right. to what Title IX <laughs> is, and then we'll dive in.
0: Right. So kind of as you say, Title IX is a, is only 37 words, and I actually. That came to me because I was at the Women's Sports Foundation doing a red carpet with a bunch of players, Megan Rapinoe um, and a woman named Digit Murphy. She used to be a head coach for Brown, I believe, women's hockey, and connected with her from that. And she was, does this thing every single day where she does 37 seconds worth of coverage on uh, women's sports issues because Title Nine is 37 words. Um, but it's basically any school that gets... Public funding or any institution that gets public funding uh, cannot discriminate on the basis of race or sex, um, amongst other things. And kind of so, how this article came to be is I was, it was a weekend and I'm sitting there wanting to watch a basketball game. It was (laughs) number one Oregon with the superstar Sabrina Nescu, um, who is just like an outstanding athlete and breaking all the records this year, um, versus number eight Louisville. And I'm like trying to watch... Where can I watch this game? Where can I watch this game? It's not on anywhere. Like, I can't find the game to watch. I can't even find it online. Um,
2: if Reddit doesn't have it, then you got no uh, shot. Yeah. I was going to say... because Yeah, there's just no like... And right. You're, yeah. you're done. Reddit, Reddit doesn't have it. <laughs> you're, you're out. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so I couldn't find the game, and I guess I probably tweeted about it, like, that that's an absolute travesty, because this is something that should have been marketed, right? I went online, and I could find... Uh, Division 1's game uh, versus Division 3 men's Luther College mm-hmm. versus Northern Iowa University, one of them being a D3 school. That was on ESPN3. Yeah. Um, so that was like perfectly available, N- had no interest. No problem. It's not relevant. I'm sure they're playing to an empty gym. No offense to any of those schools, yeah, those yeah. teams. Um, but I couldn't they're find this. played at Northern Iowa in my sophomore it, year. It's, it's empty. empty. It's empty. It's right. empty. <laughs> So I couldn't find this game on TV, and I was like... And not only could I not find it on TV, I couldn't find any information anywhere about where it would be at. I did later... Not even the,
2: like, that, like Louisville or Oregon right. or like nothing. Yeah,
0: so if you read the article, you'll see, too, that all the tweets promoting it, nothing had a link. I did find out later um, that it was on Flow Hoops, which is a subscription service. It's twenty nine ninety nine a month.
1: Um, I can't, I can't miss Marshall because they're a partner in my company, but it is also... Twenty nine ninety nine a month <laughs> for this is it's, it's up there. It's a lot, right? And right. also
0: great. I mean, at this point, I probably would have paid that because I wanted to watch yeah, yeah, yeah. the game. But I didn't even know yeah. that that existed, that that was an option. Yeah. And so it kind of, it, I thought, I was like, I can find out that this men's irrelevant men's game is on, and I can't find out any information about this women's game that is should have been promoted, yeah. and it ended up being an upset. <laughs>
1: yeah. <Yes. laughs> it was
0: number eight, Louisville beat Oregon, in an upset, yeah. uh, shook up the rankings, um, and so the thought just occurred to me, I was like, is there a way that this is like, obviously it doesn't feel right, doesn't seem right, is this a way that there's, it's actually possibly against the wall? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where my research started with looking into Title Nine and finding out if that was a possibility. Um, so through that I obviously went to the actual Law, I went to the of it, read it It's not quite in there um, But from the Department of Education They're like what does discrimination mean And part of that is Promotion And part of promotion is publicity um, So the, I was like well Is actually showing the game not Publicity, is that not promotion And if you see the inequality Between the number of men's games and women's games actually on TV, um, you know, it. I decided... It's to, not close. It's not close. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Lindsay Gibbs is a, is a author, and she has a, a subscription-based um, article that she does, and she came out the exact same day that my article came out, and it was like, there was 55 men's games on TV that weekend and zero women's games on TV. Um, so that number, obviously, it's not even... Close yeah. to being equal, so that's kind of where it started, and you know, kept going from there.
2: Okay, lot to <laughs> unpack. Yeah. Um, I think we go all the way back to the top of the fact that Flow Hoops, which is a at best third party, um, It's an OTT platform. Fi- right. Yes, it's an OTT platform. Yeah. OTT it sh- yeah. it yeah. should yeah. not be on them though, and also yeah. twenty nine ninety nine a month is absurd. Where I can, I do this all the time because I'm. Uh, Look, I'm a millennial cord cutter and so I work around the system. And sometimes I just can't find I can't do it and I have to bite the bullet and pay that five ninety-nine fee for CBS. Right. Yeah. So for my point is if I only pay six dollars for CBS CBS. and I'm getting and I literally do it to it's it's when like the Patriots are playing and they're (laughs) not and I can't watch it and I'm not at a bar and I'm like, I just you know what, here's six bucks and I'm gonna get it for a month. If I'm doing that for CBS and I get to watch an NFL team, there's a zero percent chance, and I know you said you would, that I'm paying thirty dollars for flow hoops because other than the Oregon Louisville game, I have no idea what's on flow hoops. Right. Yeah. So I have no clue. So I think that for me is number one, like, how did it get all the way? How did it get to Flow Hoops? It was Paradise Jam
1: was the event, correct? Paradise yes.
0: Jam in the Bahamas was the event. And yeah. there was multiple events that yeah, weekend. Yeah. There's the uh, the Maui Invitational, which is okay. On ESPN, yep. so, you know, some of the top men's teams play there. My guy, Jay Billis, shout out, yep. posts it. Um, He's a
2: big fan of the podcast, I've heard. Right. I don't know. Yeah, big <laughs> yeah. Rumor big has woman. it.
0: <laughs> um. Um, and so that was on TV. So, yeah. you know, I just thought it might there might be some things similar for the women's game. But not only that, At but... At least the
2: championship. Yeah. And At and the very ESPN
0: least. has the contract. So they have the contract for the NCAA tournament for women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that is part of a multi-sport championship con- uh, contract. So it's not just women's basketball. It's... Uh, ugh, I don't have the sports I mean, on the top of yet. my head, but it's it's a majority of... A lot
1: of the Olympic sports. Right? A lot of, yeah, the baseball, like, lacrosse, baseball. I think the, world, stuff, exactly. the, the
0: College World Series is a part of it. Yep, yeah, definitely. Um, and so that's on ESPN, and, and ESPN also came out with a number of games that they were broadcasting this year of women's basketball. So ESPN has you Know kind of the broader rights, but they don't have these tournament rights. Could they have gotten them? Absolutely, I mean, that's not out of the question. Um, CBS, on the opposite side of that, CBS has the NCAA men's tournament right, which is, yeah, unbelievable, well, massive, just for the NCAA, yeah, just for tournament, right? It. Ridiculous. Um, so to me, the fact that it was on such, like you said, like a third, yeah, you know, second, third tier OTT yep. platform, um, stuff that's like that's how how yeah. right yeah. How and do how did
2: and, and we keep look like we we're not just disparaging espn like there's tons of platforms that could have picked it up right. like where's fs1 um where's i don't know where I, who else could have picked yeah. it up but like where where is everyone yeah. in all of
1: this and my issue i mean from and i'm i'm gonna say i'm part of this industry because we work with them to help yeah, them, yeah. To, and so for people that don't listen highs, are my company provides cameras mm-hmm. that can help film these events that typically don't get as much coverage. Yeah. So everything, so they use, flow sports uses for junior NBA championships. Yeah. And so their niche and what they're trying to get in with, they're trying to build their platform as a competitor to an ESPN, as a competitor to a network. But by by acquiring events like, like they have ES EYBL. Mm-hmm. So the kids, if you want to watch Vernon Carey last year, yeah. you have a flow hoops. But my problem with them is okay, great. You have the rights to Paradise Jam, you have it, but you're not doing anything to. Like, they're right. not doing anything to promote it either. Like to, right. to, that's part. I think a lot of part falls on Paradise Jam for yeah. Not promoting I that. Mean, in yeah. that in that certain sense, I think they can't more get off scot Free. They can't get their website. Yeah. It was not Why?
0: anywhere, and it was, there was an ESPN reporter who alerted it to me. She responded to my tweet. She was like, "Actually, here's where you could have got it. It was okay. great coverage by this." Uh, Analysts and I was like, great. I wish I knew. I, I didn't. It wasn't yeah, on that the NCAA. Goes back to the publicity. The pro- yeah, the yeah and the promotion. Yes, it wasn't. So I, you know, how would I have even known to look on the Flow Sports yeah. site? No, I exactly. Because if yeah. I did, it would have been there. Yeah, but had no, exactly. zero idea. It wasn't on the NCAA. It wasn't on the Paradise Jam. And I linked those tweets and their promotion of it uh, in my article because yeah. it, it just wasn't there.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy because I, I think and you know and I mean. They have, like the CAA actually just did, so Colonial like so JMU, William & Mary, Delaware, they have, their new rights deal is actually with Flow Sports. Flo's, that's awesome. Which is actually pretty crazy in yeah. the sense of that, like they were winning, with, they got basically Flow like overpaid for the rights to do it. Sure. DC United and Cincinnati and MLS yeah. had their broadcast through Flow Sports. So it's not, so the thing, that's my issue is, it's great that it's being broadcast, but if you're not actually getting exactly it, if it's not out there that like people that actually want to watch it and trying to find it aren't able to access your platform, I think one, that on that's has to violate it.
0: It's ar- arguably, <laughs> I, yeah. I would argue, yes, that. I would argue, possibly, just okay. because if, as a lawyer, <laughs> I, I, cannot, I yes. cannot say as a lawyer, like yeah, of course, you know, of, course, of course. Yeah, yeah. always going to be a, it depends. Yeah, um, but that's my argument, and not only that, but like it. I think it's a huge missed opportunity for women's basketball. I mean, you see the way that they didn't even market when the USA women's team played all those college teams. They played four college teams earlier this year. Oregon beat them. This Oregon team that I obviously love so much, um, you know, they beat super Diane Taurasi these Rates. Wild. Like, yeah. Insane. Crazy. Yeah. It wasn't like I mean you can watch it on Facebook. Again, that's better than nothing. Yeah. But to yeah. me, yeah. it's just this also this idea of this missed opportunity of a market that exists for okay, maybe it doesn't exist for D3 hoops, or maybe it doesn't exist for lower tier D1 teams, but it's out there and people yeah. would want to watch it. Yeah. Because these these female athletes, like Super Dan Taurasi Sabrina, they have a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they have Swagger, like you know, coming in with their Diana's. Diane is the last
2: She's Diane is the the last. That's great. Um, Okay, so let's let's go back to NCAA. So you um, have a paragraph in the article uh, basically saying, is the NCAA actually in violation of Title IX? And then you bring up the fact, which I had no idea, which literally floored our entire office today, (laughs) that the NCAA itself does not actually have to comply with Title IX. Those words don't make any sense. Because how could the governing body that this <laughs> was established for not have to comply? I that doesn't make any sense to me. Right.
0: So essentially this case, NCAA versus Tar Canyon, yeah. says that in many cases the NCAA is not a state actor because what they're doing is buying through the universities themselves. The universities are the state actors, you know, they're receiving the uh, the funding and this and that, and they're the ones that are actually uh, performing. They're the ones that are actually doing the, you know, whatever it is that is the yeah. violation. But that the NCAA itself isn't. I mean, they're getting they get tax breaks, uh, no. but they're not the ones getting this public funding um, for scholarships and sports, etc. So and it's this they're,
2: they're just passing that to the actual universities or right, colleges. right.
0: Okay. So in 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 a sense. The NCAA itself does not necessarily have to abide by Title IX.
2: But they can impose penalties if a university doesn't.
0: Right. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm doing the shrug emoji right now because, right. (laughs) (laughs) They're a governing body that. Truly
2: above the law or below or wherever you want to put them. They are Um,
0: unregulated.
2: Yes, that's the perfect term. Okay. So they win... The NCAA wins this case in 1988. Mm-hmm. And then... But but Title IX was established in what? 70...
0: 72? Yeah, okay. Yes. Right around there.
2: So did anything happen between 72 and 88 that's like worth... I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, mean,
0: I, I don't know either. Okay.
2: <laughs> so... Okay, so skip all that. Yeah. So basically, the, the moral of the story is that the NCAA can just wash their hands of Title IX and have... and right. Besides... Punishing universities that don't abide by the rules. Right, but if you
0: think about it, they don't actually do that. They don't actually punish universities that don't abide by 10.09. There's no enforcement mechanism um, that the NCAA has. The only way that people actually enforce it are by civil lawsuits, right? So you just had recently the University of Kentucky, um, two female athletes there sued Kentucky for um, not having the same amount of sports uh, teams and athletes. Uh, female as men. Um, So that's the only way to actually enforce it because if you look at the public, uh, it's with the U.S. Department of Education, if you look at their public um, uh, document that has actual compliance, you'll see it's like 55 to 43, something like that. Like the numbers, it's not equal, right? Mm -hmm. But then who does what? The only way to enforce it is like to see those numbers and then for an athlete there to say, hey, these are things you publicly reported Um, it's not equal, and I'm going to sue you because of that.
1: Is, <laughs> so the NCAA yeah, isn't is, doing yeah. anything,
0: and the NCAA, NCAA also doesn't get sued. It's the school that gets sued. Yeah,
1: which NCAA is, that's right. what's the, the wildest part Mark of it. Mark right.
2: man. Mark Emmerich. Right. Yeah.
1: The guy. worst gig,
2: but, like, the greatest gig in he the world. Because it. no one can say anything to him. It's unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah. Um... I don't know if we should. I, I'm gonna okay. Let's let's jump into the uh, let's call it literally the 8.8 billion dollar elephant in the room. That's a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. And then and then we'll deep dive into like why you think um, it, at least like the March Madness thing is is that different? Is, is that, that drastic too. of a difference? But. Uh, playing devil's advocate and playing, um, if you're on Twitter, it's a cesspool and there's a bunch of morons on there, especially yeah, me- men, morons. Um, but let's play devil's advocate. Uh, the men's March Madness brings in more money than women's March Madness. Why should women's bat- college basketball get the same amount of coverage? And this and this could be applied, and I literally wrote this down too because I, it's, I think it's a little different because FIFA is just FIFA, mm-hmm. but this could be applied too to the, the women. Our women's national team is a superior product. One hundred percent. So, right. so like now, now people will argue that men's college basketball is a superior product to women's college basketball. So, but women's don't women's soccer national team does mm-hmm. not get paid the same. Right, they're not asking even for equal pay. Yes, exactly. It, right. So maybe maybe I convoluted that question and maybe just hold on to soccer, but, like, what, what, what can happen? What should happen? Maybe not even necessarily of a coverage point of view of just, like, paying for rights, but, like, what do we do from here?
0: Right. I mean, so if you look at women's sports, the fact that in 1972 we needed a law yeah. to say, hey, there needs to be equality shows you that historically women's sports have not been treated equally. So you're talking about, you know, there's real I mean, social issues right. going on. So you're talking about a 100-year, basically, head start for men's sports. Yep. So when you go back to some of the, I think the first 100-point game was in front of 4,000 people. I mean, they were paying people to come to these games. If you look at the start of the NBA, mm-hmm. it, the, the, the numbers weren't there. The, the attendance wasn't there. But there was this investment, right? Because obviously somebody somewhere saw this is a product yep. that yep. people want. And so the same argument applies, in my mind, for women's sports right now, particularly women's basketball at the collegiate level. And that, where kind of this argument comes in is that, you know, okay, CBS, you're gonna pay this amount of money for this product, um, but you're you're making, CBS is also making, like, they're making a lot of money on this, if yeah. you're gonna pay $8.8 billion, um, you're making a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, so you're benefiting from this, Uh, why is there not because of that and because that deal is with the NCAA why is there not then the necessity to have at least some bargaining and negotiation for the women's tournament, right because Mm -hmm. when they when they released that ESPN would be um, getting these rights there wasn't any real negotiations they were like no we've had this relationship and we really just wanted to secure this partner along with other sports yeah Um, and so you have this Head Start in men's sports, just in all areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're, if the CBS and if these networks are kind of benefiting from the NCAA, which and the schools that are receiving federal funding, then there should be some type of system in place. And I don't, I don't particularly have the answer, but there should be something in place that allows for kind of a greater negotiation. And if you're talking about um, okay, well, it makes this much money. It makes this much money in the men's tournament because that's how much they negotiated the contract for. Yeah. And they're already, you're already splitting uh, profits in terms of like you're giving... Title non exists You're basically giving scholarships from revenue-generating sports to non-revenue-generating sports. Yeah. So the precedent is there. It's not something that's out of the question for you to take something that's making money and give it to something that's not making money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you apply that to the men's tournament versus the women's tournament to actually... In some way, equal out the coverage and the promotion of it. Yeah, there's there's an argument there. I
1: right. agree. I think no, it's really interesting because I think one, I mean, the way that a lot of these, and this is kind of taking a step away from the tournament versus uh, men's tournament versus the women's tournament, but like the conference rights as a whole, mm-hmm. is almost very similar in sense. Like when the Mac signed their deal, they already with ESPN, where it's like every sport's going to go to ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least ESPN3. Yeah, or at least the they least. they have the rights. Yeah, like, and they, then, teams not on ESPN, but they're
2: on every games. On and ESPN that's that was there.
1: So in the the core of that is, hey, this is a this is a blanket coverage of everything. Yeah. So in in the sense that which uh, is I'm a good just, thing. Yeah. And part of that is each. And I think. And this was my the biggest thing I think that stood out to me in taking basically looking into like knowing what I know about. How these deals are constructed and, and the money that's going back to each of these schools, I think their cover up, into a into degree, is so when the Max signed their new deal, I believe the figure I actually had pulled up, their deal, each school is getting it's like half a million dollars a year, which and now obviously in the SEC yeah. they're getting they right. they're right. getting like forty million, but, but this is mid, mid- major mid American, so. okay. Ohio, Akron, Kent State, each school is getting five hundred thousand dollars, and that school, those schools can do what they want. It's not be, it's not saying hey, it's unrestricted funds. Right. Exactly. And so I think the benefit, I think what, I don't say they're hiding behind, but I think what they can use is hey, like, even though this agreement, like, we're getting most of ESPN really wants this for the football money, like the match in on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, um, that money's then being distributed across all the sports. So women's field hockey is getting, like, a piece of the money that's coming from the rights. But my point to wrap that kind of all back up is okay, if that is going to be spread out into one large deal, why is it why are we splitting why is the NCAA like separating so like coll- exactly like you said the college football playoff, the men's ma- marginalized but then lumping in women's with the rest. Right. So it's interesting that what nothing else is divided. Yeah. So
0: Right. I mean, well one, they're doing that because they see the money out of their pockets. Exactly. Right. And I think the my biggest problem with all of this, which is kind of just a full like yeah. we're we're talking about this right now. Is the NCAA and their decision-making as business, right? As smart business moves. The NCAA is a non-profit. Yeah, yeah. That's though, right? the greatest sentence. So, so the, you know, can, their yeah. athletes can't bargain, profit right? Their or, athletes or, but, can't yeah, profit. Yeah, There's yeah. no talking about what's the smartest business move and legally what they're entitled to yeah. uh, for the athletes or, you know, the coaches. They get paid. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in terms it's of the, television yeah. rights and our deals, it, it just doesn't so yeah. that's why when you know when people talk about the gaps in this argument and there are, for sure there are some and I challenge anybody to kind of find them and then maybe kind of find solutions to that yeah um, but when you talk about that and you cannot look at this argument from a business perspective in my opinion because the NCAA is a nonprofit you know yeah. they don't pay any taxes on their uh, was it their Indianapolis uh, home base yeah. they're multi-million dollar complex This is wild
2: i think <laughs> you made a really good point earlier that i definitely wanted to to bring up and and my colleague said something similar earlier to you said basically like men had a hundred year head start right because of a million issues right. sport <laughs> uh, was different last sport was yeah different <laughs> pocket. sport was last on the list and yeah. that's what was addressed last um I think there's something to be said for what you said. Like, men had a 100-year head start. Like, how do you know what you like if you don't see it? Right. And one, like, look, like, I'm a basketball fan. So I will watch basketball from I, – I do. I coach youth mm. basketball. So I will watch basketball from sixth grade, boys and girls, up yeah. to the NBA. I like basketball, mm. so I will watch it. I'm probably not the norm. Right. There are probably, like – there are just – Duke fans and Kentucky fans or college basketball fans versus NBA fans mm-hmm. and then WNBA fans yeah. versus women's college basketball fans so I think yes you are correct men had a head start um, the The concept of like how do you know what you like if you don't see it mm-hmm. I am now going through because I am trying to become a soccer fan right. so <laughs> like, I'm yeah, trying to become team. one yeah. and the only time to watch it is Saturday and Sunday morning right. if you want to watch like the best you yeah, can really yeah, watch yeah. It whenever you want yeah. But I'm trying to become, like, watch the Premier League and all this stuff. They made a conscious effort to somehow bring it over to the state. Now, this was like years ago, 10, Mm -hmm. 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But that's like a business decision that they made saying, hey, look, like, we have to hook these Americans away from baseball and all the, like, to me, it's like football, basketball, baseball. That's another combo. But like, they made that decision. So, how can we do it here internally where it's like, no, no. And again, this is like the wrong term, but like, how can we force feed it to where oh there's people are going exactly. to realize right. like, damn, like, and you bring so a bad example because they're so free, yeah, like yeah. it is really good. So how I don't know. I don't even think there's a question yeah, in there, but yeah, no, I get you. what
0: you're saying. And to kind of go off of what you just said about soccer, no one talks about how the fact that most MLS teams don't make money, right? It's, yeah. Yeah, hey,
1: they do not. That's a that's, that's another a, podcast. About <laughs> yeah, like, right? yeah. Uh, Katie Nolan
0: just did something on her. She's um, the bomb. I'm a like top fan. of Katie Nolan. She did something um, a few weeks ago, or maybe I just saw it a few weeks ago, where she started reading off all of these like numbers, right? Of, yeah. of teams being in the red. It was the bottom nine NBA teams being in the red financially, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So when you're also talking about this of like men's sports, no one's talking about oh men's sports aren't making money. They aren't making money. Yeah, there but is there's still this investment. Order. So obviously, I think step one. That's a
2: huge sh- argument that just goes away. Right, right. that, that right. Take that Very argument away. Very inconvenient. Yeah,
0: it's inconvenient. But I think it's it's kind of what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Is it the coverage or is it the investment? Um, and I think it's a bit of both. I think you need somebody somewhere with a lot of money um, to decide that this is a product worth investing in. You know, I I I do. I think yeah. if you're a basketball fan. Um, the women's game is like actually purely more fundamental than the men's game. Like if you're looking at like basketball purely yep. and enjoying it, you know the men's game is a lot of one- on so you're gonna get a lot more like fancy you know whatever. but the women's game is more fundamental. You have plays, you have more strategy. Um, and so the, the content is there, the, the market is there in terms of what the product basically. Yeah. Um, so you need somebody to do that. But, again, the companies that are covering it also have to step up. Because if you can't see it, it's out, out of sight, out of mind. And no, it's, 100%. It's, you guys scroll down. I go. I do this. Like I post it on Twitter once a week. I scroll through ESPN's homepage, right? The Worldwide Leader in Sports. I put that in quotes. <laughs> in air quotes. Yes. Um, and it takes me about 45 seconds to find the first woman's story on women's sports. The same thing with the LA Times last weekend. There was no uh, women's sports coverage in their newspaper. Same thing with the New York Times. Right? So there's... How can you compare, but it's just exactly. not, it's it not a fair comparison when the coverage isn't there. And you're gonna say, well, the coverage isn't there because the interest isn't there. Well, how do it you is. know? The interest, if you look at the U.S. women's national team, the soccer team this year, yeah. it's there, right? Women's, no, no. Right? It's right, women's it's sports, it's oh, there. It, and I, it's an exactly. untapped market that somebody somewhere that's really wealthy, that I wish was me, Needs to kind of jump into because I think that something soon is going to totally set the market on fire.
1: No, and I think that's, I, the, I'm glad that you did bring up soccer and everything because yeah, it I mean, it, it is because even if you look at early days MLS now, now MLS's business model, now that's different. something that's completely different. different story, but yeah. even look at like right now, so like the NWSL, which is the American the Professional League for Women's Soccer. That at least I didn't even know if you take me back like eight probably eight years ago, say two World Cups passed, okay. or I, I guess even five year away, yeah. I didn't even realize What's it was a, a, a thing. thing. Yeah. And it's still like it's obviously it's 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 growing a lot more because they've been able to build stars. Mm-hmm. They've been able to build stars because Megan Rapino, Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd, they're in the spotlight of the World Cup. So it's how do you get that spotlight? And it is, and I think that it's a chicken or the egg argument, probably to the tenth degree. But it's it, it is. I, I'm gonna go
2: out and say coverage has to happen first, and I don't mean coverage from ESPN and showing it. I mean, like you said, you read the LA Times and there was zero. Right. It ha- that has to, because yeah. literally people won't know, right? And people aren't gonna ask for something that they don't know. They, like they there's don't know. there's the famous. This is I can't believe this popped into my brain, but like Henry Ford was like, if if I asked people what they wanted, they would have set a faster horse, right? You build a car, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Like you have to like tell you have to tell yeah. people what they want. Exactly. We're not just like sitting here on the couch like, oh, I want to watch women's basketball. No, like if it's on, right. You're gonna put it on. Like that's just how it
1: happens. In so many like facets of life, like yeah, always. You live, yeah. Like if you know like a like a musical artist that's so under the radar, you have no know, idea. It's like if now it actually, it's, it's, a little, someone, it's a little easier now. If you now.
0: come across them on Pandora. They come on your radar. You're yes. like, hey, that's like coverage, this. Right? right? Like they were classifying that as coverage. Range.
2: So to me it's coverage. Coverage, yeah. accessibility.
0: If you yeah. I'm I'm also like thinking about some of the pro leagues. If you look at this year, <clears> um the New York Liberty will be back at Barclays Center and oh. the um what is it, the Sky Blue F C will be at uh where do the Red Bull play? Um A Rebel City. Red Bull City. Who plays not, it? Wait, uh, wait, oh, wait, right, wait, sorry. Who <laughs> it?
2: I'm sorry, the NYCFC NYCFC plays at Yankee Yankee Stadium, yes. And
0: there's another team that plays at Red Bull in Uh, Jersey. Yes, I know. A men's team, right? Yes. So anyways, Um, the Liberty are going to be at Barclays, right? So accessible by subway to millions of people. Uh, The same thing with Newark and the women's team. Before, they played somewhere. I honestly have no idea where they played. The only time I went to their game was when they played in Newark. The same thing with the Liberty. They were playing in Westchester. Yep. I'm not going to Westchester because it's far and I don't have a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's not right, it, but I'm three subway stops away oh. from Barclays Center. I'm going to yep. go there because it's fun and it's accessible. Yep. So I do think that there are things being done. I mean, the the, the owner of the Nets also now is uh, majority owner of the Liberty. Yep. I think there's there's those type of partnerships. There's things that are being done, and if you take those models and apply them to women's College basketball, just as an example. Yep. I think that you, I think people are going to see that there's money to be made. Not only is there an interest, but there's money to be made. It's just not good business, I don't think.
1: Yeah, and I think that's kind of the core of my stance and all this, and kind of changing it and getting it more important is it starts with the people that are. You need the right people to promote different, and whether it's I was working. There's a Division Two conference the other day. I'm working with. They basically built their own network, uh, like it's just a streaming network online and one of their biggest things and Division 2 Athletics that like, I work with all the time, I usually ask like they're filming every once in a while, some of their, it depends on the sport, baseball, softball, it's a lot harder you do more games, but at least like most of our football games or basketball games we're able to do that and we stream it. This conference is standard that every single team is now mandated to to live stream every single one of their games. It started with just football, men's basketball, women's basketball, and volleyball. Then the next year, they mandated every single soccer game to be live streamed through this platform. And then this year, it's field hockey, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, all mandated. Now they've upped it even more. Basketball and football has to be multiple cameras. And that starts with the leadership within that conference. And I think it from, it's the same people, whether it's the NCAA, whether that's the conference, whoever is dictating us, hey, we're gonna do this, to hold us to this standard. Yeah. ESPN does a production wise standard, but ESPN won't let a game be broadcast on ESPN three, even if it's a MAC team playing women's basketball. If they have terrible quality, they won't do it. But so they hold them to a production standard. I think it's the people that are at the top that are holding. It. It's like, hey, this is going to be in the forefront. Yeah. This is going to be. That's exactly it. What it was.
0: starts at the top, and it's you know, the, most of the people that control sports media are men. Yeah. So that's you know people are going to talk about what they're interested in, and so yeah. that's obviously you know, something to consider.
2: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to make a statement, and then you can finish the sentence.
0: Okay. Oh, jeez.
2: The, uh, let me frame this a little differently. The NCAA will exist exactly how it is set up today in the year 2030. Agree or disagree? Disagree. What will be the first fundamental change?
0: Um, well,
2: because I can't believe we're 10 years away from that. That's terrifying.
0: <laughs> right. So, I, another piece that I wrote uh, right after I wrote this one was that the NCAA will not do anything for the next 10 years. Um, in terms of? In terms of uh, like profitability for name, image, likeness, in terms of Title IX, anything.
2: I think we both saw that, and Billis wrote something similar, right? right? Like it's like a delay game. Yes. Like a stall tactic. Yeah, he or, shared it. Okay. He
0: put it, He put that out for me. Got it. Yeah. Okay. It, and that's exactly it.
2: Talk through that. What does that mean?
0: Right. So, California, you know, uh, California signed the name, image, likeness, the pay to play uh, into. They signed that bill into law on LeBron James's show, um, is where. But it's not going to take effect until 2023. Now the NCAA has had this issue before them for I don't know 50 years. Yeah. Okay. They've done nothing. Um, they've done the opposite and have actually opposed it, yeah, yeah. you know, tremendously. And still, after this California law was announced, they opposed it. Yeah, originally. Right. They, they said originally came said out. this yeah. is absolutely the worst. Yeah. Um, but what they can't control is uh, people like smartening up and saying, "Hey, well, California did this. New York's going to do it. South Carolina, all these other states are going to do it." And the NCAA is not a government. Yeah, right? they have no
2: authority they, on anything. They don't.
0: They're you know they've been given certain latitude by. Congress and you know, the U.S. government, but California's like, great, we're going to do this. Um, and so it's forced their hand. So what they're doing now is they're issuing these statements saying, you know, we've decided to allow this process to begin. One, that doesn't mean that anything's going to actually happen. Um, two, every time they've released a statement about it, the timeline keeps getting moving back, moved back. You know, they're going to have these working groups. Well, who's going to be in these working groups? <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. educators?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, the
2: people that they assign right are yeah. absurd and,
0: and their latest statement is that this is you know now they want to work with Congress on it because they think it should be something that is universal. They don't think it should be you know state each by state, state. having uh, you know different laws. So quite honestly, I think the NCAA in ten years is not going to exist. And, you know that's like a far wow. out statement, um, but that there will are, be the clip that we right. put. <laughs> yeah. There will be there will be so many other options because. The NCAA, in what it does, in not allowing students to profit off their any major likeness or not having any revenue share um, or not actually enforcing the law in terms of Title IX, but having this regulatory control over transfers, etc., they violate the law all the time. They're violating antitrust law. Um, And so there's going to be other viable options that are going to start popping up and existing. And I mean, I I really think they're on their way out. We've seen...
2: Just like the smallest percentage of a revolt in Memphis this year, and Penny Hardaway basically. Well, I mean, look, they went through a a legal procedure and they got a a, the whole thing, and he played. But that was unprecedented. No one, if the NCAA ever said that a kid was ineligible, the school just said, okay, no problem.
0: Yep. And the only reason I was sitting there wishing, like I was wishing. This like keep going, keep yeah, going, play. keep yeah, this seriously. lawsuit open. They got the injunction from the court. Keep it going because if you finish it through the NCAA, they, will can't, not win. Win. they can't win. But this kid was looking towards his future, yeah, and like, the process for being for a violation versus being re- reinstated is just so different yeah. that the easiest way to get him to play
1: is to take the penalty sooner. It
0: was to do it this way, yeah. versus so take the nine-game suspension right. or whatever yeah, it was. It w- and it's because. Because of the NCAA's rules, this sure. is the only way that it was for him to do it. I seriously wish that he would have continued that lawsuit um, when when he issued the statement saying that he was uh, you know dropping it. As a, I mean, he can still actually it was you know without prejudice, so he can still kind of bring it back up. But um, and then as soon as he issued that statement, they issued the, the suspension and the fine. Yeah, the, the because, paying it back to your charity. Right? You know, yeah, else, is... you know who else? You know who else finds people for breaking rules? professional sports organizations it's so yeah
2: (laughs) yeah yeah and and we're going to come back to that (laughs) i want to bring i want to another just kind of like statement and i um realist isn't the right word but i i i would say an idealist okay and so i always say what if one and this is perfect timing like what if he just played and just ignored it and memphis is going to go to that NCAA tournament and they're gonna win games. And let's say they go to the Sweet 16, and then a year goes by, and NCAA says, "Yeah, he was ineligible, and we told you, and you have to vacate all these games, right. and blah blah blah." But they just did it. So that's question one. And then question two, to me, and it's not fair to the athletes because they worked their whole life to get to the Final Four. But to me, if there were to be a legit change overnight, the four teams in the Final Four say, "We're not playing." It would be change the rules. Pay us tomorrow. We ain't playing. Right. Let me tell you how quickly CBS would be on the phone with Mark Emmer and said, your whole entire constitution, your, mm-hmm. all your bylaws yeah. are changing now yeah. or it's over for you. Right. Like, and I know, like, because look, I, I say that knowing it's never going to happen and it's not realistic. Right. But, oh, my God, what would, what
0: would happen would If you think about it, and I thought that same exact thing when the, uh, Students protested, was it the Yale-Harvard football game? Yeah. I thought, if that, because what was that night? That was the Ohio State, I think it was Ohio State-Penn Michi- State, or Michigan. Oh, it it was, no, 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 it was it the was,
1: week before.
0: it was, uh, it yeah, was, it was Ohio like, State-Penn State, Penn yeah. State. I was like, what if that happened during know. the Ohio State-Penn State game? A b- b- right. Mayhem. Right, because he's messing with their money. And Mayhem. that's what it's about. It's yep. not about the student athlete. No. It's not about what's best for them. It's about the money. Yep. Um. And I, I don't disagree with you on it, and... and I, as much as I'm probably a bit more of a realist, I, I think it's possible. I think because of what we're seeing, people are so fed up when you mess with people's money and their livelihood, Uh. you know, like people need to live. It's, you know, it's 2019. People are struggling. People need to live. And you're messing with this kid who the reason, um, James Weissman in Memphis, like the reason he went to the, uh, Nashville or to play for that team in Nashville is because it was a great school, and he wanted to play for this great coach. And his mom took the money for better opportunities. Yeah. And now you're gonna have this college student paying was eleven thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah. Where oh, yeah. he can't work. Yeah. Where's he? You that can't. Money? You don't
2: let him get a job. Right. right. Yeah. I know. It's
0: not right. You're. You're. Right. You're. Asking, He's gonna ask Penny. You're interfering. <laughs> interfering <laughs> with <funny>. people's <laughs> their livelihood, and I know. it's not right. And meanwhile, all of this is coming from millionaires. Yeah. Right. All your coach. Not all but a lot of your D1 coaches are getting paid millions of dollars.
2: Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and and I, I wanna add too, like, if you get to the Final Four, you shouldn't even have to think, you deserve to play, right. which is why, to me, it's like, they will never do it. Because right. think about the, comp, like, so you're gonna sacrifice your whole life. You If you're a college basketball player and you make the Final Four, this yes. is it, man. Yeah, You've peaked, like, this is it. So you're gonna take a stance now and then what like the worst case scenario is what they just don't play right, i mean, yeah. but I
0: think it's the same thing of like why are any of these top uh college football um draft drafty potentials why are they playing in bowl games that don't matter yeah, yeah right yeah. that's like, like that's just, that's, that's that's like
2: the load manager for college right? football so it's like wait what why are you playing oh, and oh, so i really is, think yeah.
0: it's it's similar is that like you know obviously i think college uh, basketball in the NCAA tournament has this different magical appeal than some other bowl games. But there's going to be a point where people's futures are are what they're considering. And, you know, their financial futures, their ability to support their families. Yeah. Um, and I don't think maybe what you're saying might not happen, but I think there is a possibility of something drastic happening um, that interferes with <laughs> billionaires' money. And billionaires don't like when their money is interfered with.
1: How sick would it be because it makes me think and we didn't cover this before, but when Louisville played Michigan last week, uh, they obviously... Louisville's had their national championship vacated. Um, which, again, it, it, which which like means, means nothing. Right. Yeah. Means they won mean the they won a, Nothing. The, I don't know if you saw this for what they did, the ceremony before the game. No, they hung a banner for Luke Hancock's most outstanding player of the Final Four. Or Let's of go. can And so it's like, in history, that is still hanging there yeah. in 20 years, and these kids... Wait, Moose – I mean, it's literally – so that's my thing. It's like I hope that if something drastic does happen, that's like, hey, we're not going to play – we're going to take this to like a, a court outside where – not that that would ever happen or, or that I wouldn't even want that to happen.
0: You know what people – They can
1: – there's nothing that restricts them from literally – now they say I can, they can't – now Google can't put up the banner that says has the Final Four logo and a champion or whatever. But there's a way that it's – you know what happened. Yes. You know what happened. You know that Louisville won that national championship. You know that Luke Hancock was your most outstanding player. Hopefully, that if there is a drastic change and something happens, that that's still able to at least make an impact on people's lives and, and their memories and really? whatever happens.
0: And you know what people wouldn't play for? If, for example, in a Final Four, like, you know what people wouldn't pay, play for? Millions of dollars. So if there's an option to you know, somebody comes oh, along yeah. and thinks the NCAA system is that messed up. If someone says to me, hey, uh, you're in the final four, but I'm gonna pay you ten million dollars to not play this. Yeah, game. per team,
2: Done. you guys can divvy it up. Done. Yeah.
0: I am not from taking that money, I'm gonna like, enter the draft or, or whatever. even I can go, still get my degree, I can still get my education. You I, can't prevent me from doing that. I
2: always envision this, like let's say it's let's say it's just blue bloods, like it's like UCLA, Kentucky, Duke, and UNC in the four final four. bloods let's say it's them in the final four and the four coaches get together or let's say the players bring it up and they're like we're we're not doing it whatever but they agree to play and they're like we're just gonna go let's say it's in Indianapolis we're gonna go to Butler Mm -hmm. and we're gonna play the games and we're gonna have our own little national champion maybe no one's allowed in but we're gonna play the games and we'll let you know what happens Mm -hmm. and to your point like, I mean
0: it's all about the money. So this, I
1: have this, I have this great bed. theory in my mind. now. we talk, we, shout out to Stephen Cohen that's going to save the Mets. Uh, race the the yeah, second yeah, race, yeah, 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 So yeah. say he takes a billion dollar, whatever. Say he takes a billion, billion dollars is. out. He goes, I'm going to start. We're going to like, You get basically out of nowhere. These teams get to the final four. We're going to now play this instead of playing yeah, in Atlanta. Right. He goes, I've I've rented out like Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You it is. play here. He has zoned back television, whatever it is. Now the thing is. The <laughs> th- th- whatever it is, $300? the players, obviously, they lose their eligibility. Yeah, like, right away. But schools, who cares? I like, just and those lose players that. are like, you know what? I lose my eligibility. Each single person, including the walkons are making a million dollars. And they're like, sorry, oh, the right school. Right. Like, whatever. yeah, like, maybe oh, here, right. it, it, yeah. go play over yeah, here. We'll... And then it starts. That's that's the terms of, like, a drastic measure yeah. that needs to happen. And but, we
0: were, yeah. what we were talking about kind of before we got started here was there are going to be other options. Yes. There's this thing we're talking about, the Historical Basketball League, yep. where they are setting up a market for, to go in. They're going to be funded, right? And they're going to have it set up in eight cities where they have a league. Okay, so it's a, it's a real league, and they're going to go into these elite athletes' homes and recruit them to play for this league. And in this league, it will be the United States of America, you can play basketball, make money, and get a college education,
1: yeah. Right. It's it what yeah. everyone's arguing right. for. Exactly, and it's what it I, at the yeah, end. hopefully I know problems. they have like their advisory board. That's the thing that I think it comes down to the people. That it, like LeVar Ball tried to do that, obviously, miserably failed with the JBL. Yeah. Right. It needs the right people. Yeah. And to the, the other the right option thing. can't exactly. be go to Australia. Right. Like, that because, can't be the only option. The or United Europe, States
0: or, of America right. is some of the is the best basketball in the world. I it mean, is. I said yes. it flat statement. Best basketball. Not saying you yeah don't have. Great athletes there, but you know yeah, it's the best it's so basketball nice. in the world, and you know there's there's going to be so go to kind of go back to your your question about you know will the NCAA look exactly as like in, in ten years? No, it won't. It's yeah. going to be completely. I think it will be obsolete, um, and it's because there are going to be realistic uh, options from very smart people, way smarter than me, that have figured this out, and they have money and.
1: That's, That's kind of all, yeah. 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 And I don't know if this is like, just trying to wrap everything up, but it's the purpose. Yes, you can go on is. HBL League, literally, there's on uh, HBLLeague.com, on their thing, they've got I mean, what their, their premise is, what they're trying to do. It literally says we're shifting the paradigm. Yep. I think with both arguments, whether it's like coverage, whether it's eligibility, whether it's fair treatment of athletes, there has to be a paradigm shift in all of this, whether it's promoting, mm-hmm. whether it's Changing rules, yeah. changing regulations, making things well. There has to be a full paradigm shift, and really to a degree a fundamental shift. In some, in, in, to start, um, and I think it takes. Yeah, I said. The last question I had, Good. or or topic,
2: is a lot of the times, and even today, right now, we are talking about the one percent, mm-hmm. right? We are talking about Zion Williamson, right. we're talking about Derrick Henry at Alabama, we're talking about the top one. We're not talking about the 8th swimmer at Ohio University that's not who we're talking about so to play devil's advocate not even devil's advocate like I think the NCAA will exist in 2030 I think the only way they will is if the power 5 separates so like to me what we are talking about right now is not Ohio U right. we're talking about the ACC yeah. the Big East the Big 10 the Big 12 no, that's the difference have the so, like, here do the you think you get it's, it's feasible yeah. for them to because all it would take is all of them to come together and say, hey, thank you so much for all your help in the past 100 years. We are going to govern ourselves. We're going to pay some of our athletes. Like Everything would shift. Is that what's more reasonable, them separating, or the NCAA being obsolete and just the whole thing shifting?
0: It's, a tough, I, I, it's tough because the NCAA has existed for so long, and they, they have power. Um, I don't know I can see something like that happening but I actually would counter that with what you're talking about in terms of you know maybe it's not the Ohio University eighth eighth person on the swim roster I actually think that under a system where athletes are able to make money and profit off of their name image and likeness and actually receive a revenue share that you are going to have athletes like this is a horrible example but like Adam Rippin right like he didn't win he had a personality. He was a brand. You are going to have athletes who are not the best at their sport. Yeah, or maybe yeah. in an obsolete sport who are who are profitable. We're going to have even if it's a local sponsor, give them yeah, one thousand, ten thousand sure. dollars. Like, there is, there's more money to be had. I mean, the NCAA, I think they're closing themselves off. Like, there's so much more money out there. People want to spend money and have people representing them and speaking to them have value. And there is, even if it's you, even if you condense it down to like your local D three college, right? Sure. You know, I used to coach at one university. There's a lot of people that that name in that town means a lot. Yeah, right. No, so yeah. you have the the you know some of the players on the basketball team there on your poster. Like, yeah. Yeah. Especially middle America, like and forget I mean, Pope, yeah. like
2: you get an ad on Instagram right. that like they're eating at your right. favorite restaurant, like that means something. It does. I agree, I agree.
1: After my right after the basketball season ended, shout out my Nick Kellogg. Um, so he, as soon as the season ended, his eligibility was on it didn't matter. Southeast Ohio Athens area McDonald's hired him to do a radio ad, like it literally, and that was. Right. I mean think about it. so that yeah, was right that was coming off a what we're like in like an 18-15 season. think imagine yeah, after really we went really to good. the Sweet 16 lose to North Carolina in overtime that DJ Cooper can then go right. to and this yeah, car dealership downstream is like, hey, he's like, I'm no, gonna Superstar. be at this car dealership. Exactly. And so like yeah. I think it obviously there's scale to everything. Right. And like the Zions of the world are still gonna be the Zions, but
2: it's always Jay Bilas's point to me. What he always is saying is just, just in any other market, it's just an open market. Right. We it's, treat everything else yeah. in the United States of America as open, open. free. You can, right. if if you're worth something, prove it. Right. Except this,
0: which is where we kind of get back to like Title IX and and yes. NCAAs like, so you don't think Diana
2: Taurasi could have sold? Well, she did. Well, but she just right, didn't make any money. Even
0: right now, oh, who was it? It was a UConn player. She just. Tweeted it out. Yukon um, Nike is selling UConn number four jerseys. Yeah. That's her, jer- like that's her. They're selling women's jerseys based off of like her, right? Yeah. I would buy a Sue Bird UConn yeah. jersey. Like, yeah. shut up, Sue Bird. Yeah. Um, it's, it's there. And it, I, and the, the, you know, the argument is that a lot of this name image likeness stuff will hurt women's sports. And I argue to the contrary, because yeah. I actually think it opens up opportunities where there maybe be more. And puts people on
1: spotlight and elevates yeah. the entire Yeah, and thing. social and media really has changed that. the game. You control mm-hmm. your
0: own narrative now, where you didn't necessarily have a visibility or a platform, where now you do. And now you have, you know, LeBron James might have never heard of Sabrina Nescu, but he's shouting her out now. Because mm-hmm. she's got an Instagram, yeah. and she's getting highlights, and he knows who she is, and and that's that. And so it's there and I think it will truly benefit uh, female athletes, contrary to you know everyone else saying, "Oh, Title 9 is going to take it away from it." No, Title 9 is not actually enforced. Yeah. So your argument is yeah. relevant Yeah, <laughs>
2: percent. Um, I think to I, that's all I had. That was an unbelievable conversation. Where can everybody find you? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Where can everybody find you
0: uh, Twitter is KTrain underscore Eleven, and Instagram is KTrain Eleven. Um, LinkedIn, Kelsey Trainer like Google me, trainer with an O R. Um, that's about it, you know. I tweet a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow on Twitter, follow oh, yeah, on Instagram, Twitter, everything. Right.
2: Um this is awesome. What's what's ahead for, for you guys next year? What what are big things you guys are working
0: on? I got some cool things that you can share. Uh so we sure just released <laughs> I mean in terms of like my in terms of my work outside of like the sports world, uh we just released a show on A and E called Court Cam that uh, Long Prime Productions uh, produced. It's our, it was the number one rated show premiere on cable nice. um, last week, so it's like on it. tomorrow night, Thursday night. Hey. Um, and so that's out. We've got some new shows that are going to be on Facebook Watch, and you know, we're going to... Uh, there's a couple different things that work there, and then in terms of um, the sports world, I'm speaking at Temple Law School next month. Nice, uh,
2: congrats.
0: And have some, some interesting articles and, and
1: No,
2: yeah, of course. That was awesome. Yeah, that was big it. time. That, uh, that was awesome. Great conversation. Thank you, Kelsey, for coming on. We'll have you on again soon. The next time we, uh, we can't watch a women's game. I mean, I'm sure it'll... <laughs> it's got to happen more often than...
0: not. I will be I will be in the ring. Another article? <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. Awesome. Right. Thank you so much i've been feeling like this what i've been working towards if you ain't trying to be the boss and tell me what you're working for certain doors are closed but now they opening up celebrating with some shots maybe poke on a couple plus russell's up next and i got this crazy like britney and the love so toxic got a wall up i'm trying to infiltrate a conscious making 12 shots like where the cops is come on